Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, got our coffees. Coffee. Oh yeah. I don't. Homemade mocha. Joe, Joe's missing his coffee. Yeah, homemade coffee. Do, do we all the three of us who have coffee? Do we all go homemade today? Uh, I went homemade, free from my apartment machine downstairs. Ooh, frugal. Uh, okay, I'll give I'll, I'll I'll give you a pass because it was free. That's good. I got a vanilla latte with a shot of espresso in there. Mm-mm. Nice. Ooh. Mm. Little, little quick, totally off track from our topic today. This mug, right? It's got my work logo on it, repping that work That's swag, cute. right? This mug was my dad's. So, f- fun fact, my dad worked at this place that I worked at like 50 years ago. Damn. Um, oh, wow. This was his mug. This mug's like 50 years old. So, you got oh, a retro my. mug. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dead. OG. Oh, yeah. OG Pretty repping. Sweet. Pretty sweet. I love that. But. That's sick. Not even remotely close to what we're talking about today. No. Because now we're going <laughs> to switch a flip. Ooh, he did it. Get Early. on track with our topic, which is going to be, ah, damn. My shoulder right? hurts. I'm all right, but my shoulder hurts. My shoulders bothered me yesterday. I, uh, I didn't quite make the weight I wanted to at the gym. I was I was a little annoyed by that. But, hey, these are little uh, physical injuries and stuff we got to deal with day-to-day, uh, getting through day-to-day life with them because sometimes you are going to get hurt, whether that's at work or at the gym or, uh, you know, sometimes you walk outside and it's icy and you bust your ass on your driveway. But <laughs> you still gotta you still got to cope. You still got to push through. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Some of the things that we do to kind of cope and deal with our physical injuries. So Chris, go ahead and start us off. Thanks, Randy. It's good to see Jared's smiling face back on the show. Yes. What's up, buddy? I haven't welcome seen you for back. so long. Welcome no, back. No, you welcome back. No, you. No, you. Uh, <laughs> Randy, you're, you're busting your ass story. Sounds a little personal. Sounds like you might have done that. Um, uh, no, just an example because oh. it's slippery as hell outside right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Yeah, I could have sworn just, it was actually him. Yeah, it's, it's totally something you would do. It is something um, I would do. Yeah, but injuries, man. Uh, I could talk firsthand right now. My foot has been hurting for four months. Like, there was something wrong with my right foot, and it's nuts. Like, I had to stop snowboarding a little bit early every day just because my foot was bothering me. So this is perfect Ooh. how to work through that and how to – well, I, I'm not even diagnosed with anything yet, so I don't know what it is. But – what have I done to try and overcome that and try and like work around it while not getting more injured? So that's what today's episode is about. Uh, I guess we'll just dive right in with me. Um, so first off, yep, I don't know what's going on. Feels like there's a knife in the top of my foot. Feels like I'm ready to pull a tendon. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but I stretch like my very upper calf, like almost by my knee, like behind my knee. What was that tendon called there, Randy? Your PCL is that what you call? What? Uh, it could be ACL, PCL. LCL, sure. any one of those and CLs, the cruciate, the big ass tendon thing behind your kneecap on the outside. If you go down mm-hmm. just a little bit, there's some, your calf muscle starts. Just if I massage that and like use a massage gun and it hurts, it's painful to do, but it's a good pain. I love pain. But when I stretch that out, the top of my foot feels better. So how that's connected, I'm not sure. Randy's, we talked about it yesterday. Maybe it's like pulling on different things. Anyway. Not a doctor. Doesn't matter. What am I doing to overcome that? Uh, I don't know. Yesterday I did back. I just stretched a lot. I did a lot of yoga before snowboarding. You know, I really focused on the recovery of that pain. Like what? Like what did I find out helps uh, relieve that pain? And for me, it was just stretching my calves. You know, 
Um, so maybe it's like tight hamstrings. Everything's pulling on something all different directions. So thinking about your whole body instead of just my foot, right? Like, well, I'm not just going to just take care of my foot. There's other things that are connected to that. So that's what I've been doing. I've been stretching, uh, yoga, massage, gun, I massage it myself a little bit. Um, you know, and just being cognizant of it. Like, I can't ha- snowboard. Go ahead. Yeah, one question I have is, mm-hmm. uh, and wh- I think we should preface this whole topic of conversation with check with your doctor first. None of yeah, us sorry, are. Sorry. None of us are doctors. Yeah. We are not uh, medical professionals at all. Yeah. Not so you think. <laughs> so I assume you probably haven't had it diagnosed or checked out. You said you didn't well, have a diagnosis. Well, here, here, here's the classic Air Force answer or the Air Force doctor. Uh, I went to the doctor while I was deployed because it pulled my back, right? Oh, that's another thing I talked about. But pulled my back. I went, hey, doc, I'm broken. By the way, my foot is destroyed. <laughs> like, It's been hurting for four months, man. And he's like, all right, well, you're going back in a week, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, cool. Get it checked out when you get home. I was like, dude, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He's like, he's like all right, well, let problem. me just... He's like, well, I'll look at it real quick, make sure there's nothing like a blood clot or anything. I was like, gee, thanks, man. I'm pretty sure there's no blood clot, but it hurts. And uh, so, yeah. So now I'm back home, <laughs> and I got to go to the doctor this week. Got to get it taken care of. Yeah. I mean, um, that's so that's step one. It's like you said, that's that's step one. I mean, if it's, yeah. if it's something that you can't really alleviate on your own within a couple days, then absolutely go see a doctor because you don't yeah. want to end up making something worse. Especially because, you know, the majority of us aren't medical professionals. So if Mm -hmm. we look up our knee pain or our ankle pain or foot pain or whatever, and you got cancer. Well, yeah. I mean, number one, you got like (laughs) stuff telling it there. Oh, your knee hurts. You must have like, uh, cancer, diabetes, AIDS, something. Yeah. Don't, don't web MD it. But, uh, more importantly, you know, just because you have a certain symptom doesn't mean that that's the problem. So you might. You might find, you know, okay, I can do A, B, and C to fix my knee pain online, but A, B, and C might actually be making your pain worse. You might be actually worsening the injury because you, who are not a medical professional, don't actually know what's wrong with your knee. So, yeah, yeah number yeah. one, um, go to a doctor. Actually, what you can look into, this is interesting, something I know from when I worked in physical therapy. If you live in a state like New Jersey, they have what's called direct access Um, So you can call your local physical therapy place and what they can do is they can see you for 30 days uh, without a prescription from a doctor. And then after 30 days, they can uh, do like a reconsult and then they can decide, you know, okay, you you still need therapy. So we're going to send you to your doctor and, um, you know, then they can write you a prescription or whatever. Or, you know, hey, it's been 30 days and you're doing good. See ya. You know, maybe check back in in a couple weeks and see how you're feeling. So that's always an option too, but yeah, step one, uh, you know, if it's something you can't alleviate in a day or two, uh, go see a doctor about it. I mean, I know I'm, I'm probably the worst person around to tell you that because I'm definitely the person who gets an injury and it's just like, ah, not important not to go to the doctor. I don't go to the doctor unless yeah. I'm like dying or there's something falling off, but <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you were concussed. Like a few months ago, and you, I was like, "Did you go to the doctor?" Did not go to the like, doctor. Nah, I was like, "Bro, go to the doctor." <laughs> Dude, a couple of years. So, well, inter- interesting yeah, story yeah. about injuries from a few years ago. Um, I, I was in a baseball game. I got in a collision with a runner. Really messed up my arm. It was bruised from like here to here. 
all swollen. And then like a couple days later, it felt better. So I was like, ah, I'm not going to worry about it. Well, you know, through this whole, you know, as if you've been uh, watching the show or listening to the show for a while now, you, you'll see, I went through kind of a pseudo weight loss journey kind of thing over the last year or so. And one thing that I noticed I was at, I, I had lost some fat around my arms, like in this area. And I was doing bicep curls one day and I was like, Hey, my, uh, my biceps, my left bicep looks weird compared to my right one. Well, it turns out I tore the long head off of my left bicep. Oh, and God. the only thing that makes sense was I did it during that baseball game. So perfect example yeah. of why you should go to the doctor, because there's nothing I can do about huh. that now. That's, that's done. There, I can't, I can't get that repaired at this point, but yeah. Perfect cool. example of, you know, if you get an injury like that, go to the doctor. Yeah. That's, For that's sure. the biggest that's the biggest reason you should definitely go to the doctor and get it checked out because uh, you want to distinguish the difference between like being uncomfortable and actual pain. Like that could be the difference between, um, you know, I had an injury in my bicep tendon before. Uh, that could be the difference between just like inflammation causing you to be uncomfortable versus like an actual tear, which is causing you pain and could cause permanent damage. Like if it's a, if it's a full tear, you're going to need surgery. If it's like a partial tear, you might be able to get away without surgery, but and definitely still get it should checked go to out. the doctor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, 100%. I'm four months overdue, so I should probably go to a doctor this week. <laughs> and that's, that's another thing, Chris, like with your story, uh, one of my favorite sayings, especially around like the topic of injuries, like sports injuries, is correlation does not mean causation. Yeah. And that means like, you know, you've had... Uh, like you can talk about this later if you want, but you, you mentioned that you had a back injury before mm -hmm. and now your foot is really aggravated, mm -hmm. like your foot and into your leg. So your back injury could have even been caused by something in your foot, like an imbalance in your foot or, or like something versa. being too tight. I was thinking, I was yeah. thinking vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that's what, you know, I just got to go to doctor. Just got to, just got to bite the bullet and go in and be like, doc, I am broken. Please fix me. So if you follow my Instagram, you would have seen yesterday I put up a, you know, a douchey selfie from the gym saying I'm working through the pain, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I did back day. didn't do anything with my legs or anything. I just got back from a week of snowboarding. I'm sore. But, you know, you got to stretch it out, right? So you got to – how do you guys work around an injury? How, what, like, how do you get through it? What do you guys specifically do? For me, I mentioned, like, I stretch a lot, and then I'll, I won't work that. I'll work stuff around it. Like, be cognizant of that to not, like – aggravate that muscle so the worst injury i ever got was actually at work uh we have these really big carts that we have to push um actually this one was for hydraulic fluid for an aircraft and these things uh, are impossible to push with one person normally even two so like it takes four or five bodies to push and Jeez. um oh yeah they're heavy they're super heavy and um we were pushing one into a hangar once and done it a hundred times or so but this time, I think I was pushing. I think we only had three guys, and I was pushing. My lower back just got super strained, and I like stood up. I'm like, ah, I'm, not, I'm done. I'm done. Hold on. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So sorry. <laughs> so, so I, I took a break. Let everyone else take care of that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you guys got uh, it. Um, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. You got it. So I think uh, I went like maybe a week or. Yeah, about a week or so, and I still had lower back pain so bad. I'm like, okay, I'm going to the chiropractor. This is bad. So, yeah, I, I chose to go to the chiropractor. Uh, they checked it out. 
Um, I don't remember if they didn't see anything wrong with an X-ray, but they've been they were like working on me, and I was going there for solid, I think, six months. And normally by about like the I think it was around the second or third month, I was feeling better. Just small pain, but by by after three months, I was totally fine. So that was a very big help for me was seeing a chiropractor. It's not for everyone, um, but definitely helped for me. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah, know, take advantage of the resources you have, right? Because I, you know, here on base, Rumsey, we get the chiropractor for free. So I oh, yeah. like do every, you? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I go every two to three weeks, just get readjusted, and it feels fantastic. You know, there's a lot of people who don't believe in chiropractors, um, but it works for me, man. Even if it's a placebo effect, like whatever, man, I feel good afterwards. So yeah. it's free. I mean, just from from somebody who worked in PT, we always say like, chiropractors a band aid, PT is a repair. But and, well, I mean that's yeah. fair. That yeah. that is true, right? Okay. Um, but but you know, but guess, like to be fair to chiropractors and people who go and see them, sometimes that's all you need is that one time yeah. adjustment. I mean, sometimes there's not really anything super wrong or damaged, and you go to the chiropractor and they make an adjustment and you're good and that's it and you don't need yep. to go back or you don't need to go back for a year or whatever and you know that's great but you know when it becomes a chronic issue that's when you should seek something a little you know more substantial yeah and i think that's a, a big part of injuries right it's kind of like determining you know is it muscular or is it skeletal it's probably not <clears throat> ever skeletal like muscular ever since i getting started getting massages i have been just so much better felt so much better and i hadn't got massages for like 27 years of my life um yeah. it dude it's just the muscles in your body are weird like they're fantastic but they're weird they connect so many different things and like something like we were talking about before like if you massage my neck and all of a sudden my hamstring is like i feel blood flow again like it's weird man how everything's yeah. connected it's a spinal so, cord um well you know it's funny it's like people don't people don't realize when you think about it is you know you might have neck pain right and then you stretch out your hamstrings and you're like, Hey, suddenly my neck feels better. And like, yep. in essence, that doesn't make any sense. Right. You think about that. It's like, well, how do my hamstrings affect my neck? Well, if you think about, you know, this is where having a background in the anatomy comes into play. You know, you see how, um, your hamstrings connect to your pelvis and then how the, the there's two muscles that run all the way up the middle of your back, you know, from your pelvis all the way up to the base of your skull. And if your hamstrings are tight and pulling on your pelvis and giving it an anterior tilt, and then it's also pulling on those muscles in your back, you could have back pain. You could even have neck pain from tight hamstrings, depending on how severe it is. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just the way the pain translates. Yeah. yeah. And that's so back to the original. That's indicative of like lower cross syndrome, right? Those yeah. are like two symptoms, you know, mm. weak glutes, which is like the biggest stabilizer in your body. And then tight hamstrings, tight lower back, weak core. So like tighten your, or yeah, strengthen up your core and then stretch out your, uh, stretch out your uh, hip flexors as well. Yeah. Hmm. And so back to the original question, like what, what are some techniques you guys use to, to get past this stuff? Like what have you guys done in the past? Well, I will say number one is I don't stretch enough. Yeah. I Same. can definitely stand to Stretching stretch a lot massive. more. And I think that's yeah. something that, um, generally the population, everyone has a problem with, and I'm not even just talking about mm -hmm. people who exercise regularly, just people from working. I mean, and it doesn't even have to be a physical job. Like, or I mean like a mm -hmm. physical job where you're working like physically, 
you need to stretch if you have a job where you sit all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, look yeah. at how we're sitting. Look Especially. at how I'm sitting to record. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah. okay, I only have to do that for an hour, hour and a half while we sit here and do this. But there's people who this is their position all day long. You should yeah. try doing it on an yeah. aircraft or an 11 and a half hour flight like Jared. Oh, yeah, my God. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's like when you're when you're sitting in that position like that for such a long time, you need to stretch out those muscles because they've just been, you know, stuck in yeah. that position for forever. So stretching is, number one, a huge thing. Number two, and one thing that I tend to do a better job with is strength, like recognizing and strengthening up your problem areas. Yeah. Like you Absolutely. have to like I, for instance, I know for me. My hamstrings are a, a problem and have been a problem in the past, and so are my hips. Mm. So my hips and my hamstrings mm -hmm. are probably my two biggest issues, and they're the two things I work on the most because I know I need to strengthen those things. Like I know they're problem areas, so I really focus on them when I'm at the gym and do exercises where they're going to work and strengthen you know, my glutes and my core as well. Like Jared said, to stabilize those things. So that I don't continue to get those injuries in the future. Because if I, you think about it, if you don't do anything, what's the definition of insanity? You do the same thing over and over again. Well, if you don't do anything to fix those problems, you're going to have the same injuries over and right. over. Yeah. That's facts. It's, uh, I'll it's, tell you what. Go ahead, Joe. I'll tell you what. A lot of these problems didn't, ha didn't have um, any of them like three, four years ago. I tell all my friends who are like coming into the Air Force now, like 18 to 21 years old, it's like, yeah, just wait till you get to my age. They're like, oh, you're only 25. Like, dude, just wait. <laughs> I know. I know, man. Wait till you're my age. I know. I know. Exactly. I, I was telling, I was on the phone with someone. Maybe it was Randy, but, or Joe, it was you yesterday. I was like, yeah. bro, I'm 28. Yeah. And I have to prepare to snowboard now. Like, if yeah, I don't stretch or do yoga or something, like, I can't do it. Like, what the heck? Dude, 80 years old is going to be rough, man. Dude, I know. I'm feeling it, man. I'm like 25. Start. I like. I hit the peak, and now it's all downhill. And yeah. <laughs> you guys are even older. I'm like, oh, I'm scared. Nah, nah, you're good. You got to take care of your body, and we're good. Yeah. Uh, yep. So I want to touch on something Randy said. So when I, I originally went to physical therapy for like some plantar fasciitis, I was just playing hockey a lot and like maybe not stretching as much as I should have. Um, so I went to physical therapy here once already, and I got that. You know, I got it worked on. Um, but the biggest takeaway from that was like, you know, they had me do like exercises when they were evaluating me and they realized that like my hips, um, like, I don't know the muscle, the outside of your leg, not your IT band, but like the, the muscles there, um, they were weak. Like I would lay on my side and try and lay, like raise my leg up and one side was way stronger than the other. And then my core was weak. So I think that's the second biggest thing. So number one, go to a doctor if you're injured. Number two, focus on those weak areas and like, have someone identify those weak areas for you because I couldn't do it. I didn't know it was weak until I was doing these exercises by a professional <clears> who was like watching me, right? So maybe if you, even if you just get a trainer or like, I don't know, find someone who, who is good at that stuff, who can like give you an evaluation and then see what you could work on. Um, yeah, because those are huge, man, because that just leads to injury. If you're weak in something, that's going to have all the strain in the, on your body. Yeah, and Jared, yeah, I know uh, you and Chris talked about this when we did our intro to exercise episode. Um, you talked about taking like days, like just say, say it's your leg day, right? So you you do legs, and then when you get done, it's like you know my uh, my uh, my delts are weaker than I'd like them to be, and then you do a little bit of delt work on on your leg yeah. day. So it's like an off day from when you would do your shoulders, so you're not 
already fatigued from your shoulder day and now doing an extra exercise, you're just throwing it in on a day when you can put a little extra work into it. Yeah, a little focus sessions. I love working out with Jared Rumsey Fitness because, <laughs> dude, there'd be days where, like, we would just go to the gym just to stretch. Like, that's so big, man. Like we stretch, stretch and then work on functional yeah. mobility as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I need to, I need I, to come out there and work out with you guys again because I feel should. like last last time when I was out there and I worked out with you guys, I was in such bad shape and I like could not keep up at all. <laughs> I want to see how I can do uh, it now. Uh, I love that. That would that would be fun. I would like that. Yeah, and then Joe can come out too. Hell so, yeah, brother! Lift sesh. be awesome. Uh, the boys. One <laughs> of lessons learned: lift sesh. One of the things that's helped me, uh, and you just made me think of it, Randy, is. I, so at one point I had bicep tendonitis in my left shoulder, my left bicep tendon. Uh, so it wraps up without hitting my mic from your bicep up into your shoulder. So it feels like you can feel like a deep kind of pain in your, in your shoulder and your like, yeah, you think your it's anterior delt. You think it's like in your yeah. shoulder or like, it's yeah. not. Yeah. But it's just like inflammation in your bicep tendon. Uh, one thing that I did to help with that is I... Uh, I started working in a lot of mobility work, like functional mobility. So it's like stretching, you know, it's similar to stretching, but you're working that shoulder and that bicep tendon, like through its full range of motion. And you can do this, like stretching is where if I were to, you know, work on my shoulders, for example, uh, if I want to do like a windmill exercise, you know, where you're standing against a wall and then you bring your arm up overhead and then like back and do a full 360. Um, so that's, that's stretching basically, because you aren't really working on the strength. You're just working on getting it through that motion, but like functional mobility is, you know, eliminate the wall. So like take a step out from the wall and then try to keep your hands as much in line with your shoulder as you can while doing that 360. And then once you, like for me, once I get around like, you know, past 180 degrees, like once I'm about at like 230 degrees, there's a lot of resistance in my shoulder. Uh, and then I have to actually like work on engaging my shoulder to like pull my, to like pull my lat up and mm. to keep my arm straight. So it's actually working on strength through that range of motion. So like Chris, when you were laying on the, on the floor, if the doctor would have just you know, you're laying on your back. If the doctor would have just pulled your leg back, you could have gone really far. But yeah, then if exactly. you, then if you try to lift it up yourself, then you can't go nearly as far. It's because you're not lacking that range of motion, like stretching and stuff will get you, but you're lacking that functional mobility yeah. and that strength within that range of motion. That's, uh, so that's passive, why passive range of motion versus active range of motion. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's Dude, a good what's way that one it. exercise we would do together where like we would lay on the floor on our stomach and you would bring your arms back and then like up over your head and I would get so pissed off because I couldn't <laughs> do it. Do you remember that? Um, <laughs> oh, I actually I forget what that's called. Um, oh, man. Yeah, you're you're laying on your stomach, um, and you can do it with your feet down or you can do it with your feet elevated. So you're basically like just sitting on your core, like on your stomach, mm. and you bring your shoulder blades up. And then yeah, you have your your hands interlocked like this at the on your lower back, the crease of your lower back, and then you bring your arms all the way out without touching the floor, and then bring them overhead, 
Remember, your your head's raised up oh. off the floor and your chest is raised off the floor. Then bring them back. And then you touch your you touch your hands to the center of your back. I don't think I can do And then that. bring Jared, it back. Jared, Jared would do this, and I'm, like, right next to him. And I'm, like, my hands won't come off the floor. Like, there's no muscle there. And I've never been so frustrated in my life. I was, like, why can't I do this? You know what? Actually, recently, and I, I worked on the mobility, and now I can do them. Um, really? I have, to, I have to do them with pretty lightweight. But the single arm, like, tricep extension overhead, mm -hmm. I couldn't do them. I couldn't really? do them simply for the fact that, like, I couldn't get past, like, right here. Damn. Oh, wow. wise So, like, I could do them, but, like, the, the form was completely wrong because, yeah. you know, I was, like, way out here instead of being back here like you're supposed to be. Um, mm. But it was all, like, a range of motion thing, so I worked on stretching that out and getting that range of motion, and slowly I was able to go back to it. And I can only do like, you know, really lightweight, like maybe 10 or 15 pounds right now, but um, I can do it is the point. And that's another I thing think, you have to realize too, is once you yeah. get an injury like that, you can't go right back into what you were doing. It's like, oh yeah, I was benching, you know, 250 pounds and then I hurt my, my pec or I hurt my shoulder. It's like, all right, well, you're not going to throw 250 on the first time you go back and do it because you're just going to hurt yourself again. Like, you got to start off, you got to back it off, start off light. You got to work your way back up to it. It's not just an immediate, you know, hey, all right, I feel better now. I'm back to 250. It's like, no, nah, it's not how it works. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> See, so, that's a lot, of, <clears throat> a lot of people's problems at the gym, including myself, uh, where I would get hurt or I'd watch someone else get hurt. And I've learned now to take a break like if you hurt yourself do not keep pushing because you're only going to worsen yeah. that injury and yeah. there are many people like ah screw it they like i'm I've just going to keep before. going yeah. yep I, i'm <laughs> guilty of it as well back when i started lifting and uh there was one time i think it was when i was lifting out with uh lifting with brandon and hurt my shoulder really bad he's like dude take two weeks off let it heal come back into it and I'm like, okay, okay, I did. Obviously, again, okay. weights went down, but <laughs> yeah, you know, um, it's part of the process. Yeah, absolutely, it's part of the process. That's that's like the best way to put it. And uh, if you take anything away from what I say today, take that one thing away from me because that is something that I do constantly. Mm. And like, where I will get an injury, and I'll I'll back off, and I'll take the break, and then I'll come back and be like, okay, back to two fifty. <laughs> um, Go, because I'm, I'm, I'm a Taurus I'm very bullheaded and stubborn and will not be okay with the fact that I didn't make weight so uh, yeah Same. don't be like that or yeah, you're just so, gonna get hurt again I think a quick final point uh, to this episode would be you know if you're in it for the weight good for you uh, you know be aware of how much weight you are throwing up like that is it's dangerous at the end of the day it's dangerous right you don't want to tear anything you don't want to hurt anything you want to stay fit. Um, so just be aware of that. And for me, I don't care about the, like, I couldn't tell you what I threw up yesterday. I went to the gym yesterday. didn't, wasn't about the weight. It's just about feeling good and like what I can do that day. And more of like a, just athletic workout where like, I just want to feel good and healthy. So for me, it's not about the weight. So determining that too, like what you want to do in the gym or like if you have an injury preventing you from playing a sport or something like that, like just focus on what it is you want to accomplish um, and, and like work that into your routine. Don't, don't push yourself yeah. just because you want to throw up like a ton of weight, you know, I got all your pride. I got one more thing before we wrap up. Sure. Um, and it's something that people don't really think about a lot when it comes to injuries, 
but uh, your diet is important as well when yeah, it comes to your injuries because if you're not providing yourself the right you know fuels and things that you need for recovery you're not going to recover or your recovery is going to take a lot longer so mm-hmm. especially for people who are you know active who have physical jobs or people who go to the gym or both you got to make sure that you are a getting the right amount of protein and then and you know I'm not going to sit here and tell you how much protein you're supposed to get you know I'm not a professional you can look it up it's you can find it online um and then making sure you're also getting the right vitamins and minerals and you're getting them from good sources. Mm-hmm. Like you want to be able to, you want to try and get the majority of your proteins, vitamins, and minerals from food. That's the best way. That's the way that your body was intended to get it. That's the best way to do it. I mean, you can supplement things. You can take like multivitamins and stuff, but the best way to do it is to get it from your food. And if you are having problems with like pain and inflammation, Another good thing you can look up, and this is something I've looked up on Google, so I'll give one example. It's just because it's one that I know off the top of my head. Uh, cherries are actually a natural anti-inflammatory. Really? So yeah, so you can you know yes. you can wow. eat cherries to help with you know inflammation. They have natural enzymes in them that will help with inflammation. Enzymes. Enzymes. <laughs> um, That's but, good. Yeah. So and, and there's other foods that do that as well. That's just one example that I know off the top of my head, but. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good thing to do, okay. especially for people who either can't take or don't want to take, you know, Advil every four hours. So, which <laughs> right. is also and that's just you. not healthy at all. Um, a great book to go along with what you just said is called Super Life from that show. We've yes. mentioned it way earlier on the podcast uh, from Down to Earth with Zach Efron and Darren Olin. I think his name is something. Um, I bought his book, that Super Life book, fantastic. If you ever watch the show, they advertise it in like the intro to every episode. Buy that thing because it talks about what food is good for what. Like, there's a list, like pages long in the back of the book. Inflammation, here's food. Uh, you know, like you want, uh, I just everything, everything you could ever think of is listed in that book, and it's fantastic. And if you know, if you don't want to buy the book, you just want it read to you. Ah, uh, click the link below to our Audible link. Audible free trial, thirty days affiliate link down below appreciate the support <laughs> click um, it. Uh, also all of our socials are linked down below too click that so hope you uh you got you uh, got a final point jared uh yeah there's one cool. one point uh, i realized i talked about um, my um functional mobility but i didn't really talk about like how i actually work through mm. my injury so this can be <laughs> clipped in like before the past three segments Sure. <laughs> where it belongs more later than after <laughs> uh yeah i mean for sure like i injured my shoulder uh my well my bicep tendon so my bicep and my shoulder um and that was very uncomfortable so like it would get inflamed every time i tried to do bench press uh, if i did heavy shoulder work or heavy bicep work and that covers like a large range of areas like you know my shoulder my bicep and my chest so, so that would suck if I went heavy with any of that. It would start to aggravate it after like a few sets of bench and whatnot. So yeah, I would. I that's when I really started doing mobility movements, and I started doing priming work before my workouts and stretching after my workouts, um, and that made the biggest difference. So it took about it took about three months of me doing this <coughs> before and during every single workout before I noticed a huge change in how I felt. But after that three months, I didn't feel any pain. Like I haven't felt any pain in my shoulder. 
Um, it's just helped me so much. And yeah, so I, I would be aware of that while I was working out. Obviously, it wasn't an injury where, you know, it impaired my ability to actually work out and push weight. But while I was working out, I was always conscious of it. Um, because if I started to like let myself go and like get a little too reckless under the weights, then that pain would come back. And mm. it actually did. It hurt. Um, so, yeah. And then after, so like if you do this and you actually get the pain to go away, that doesn't mean that you can stop doing the work. Yeah. Don't stop priming <laughs> right. before your workouts. Don't stop stretching and working on active mobility work because, I mean, you're just going to have to keep on doing that. Like maybe you can dial down the amount of it that you actually do. Um, but, I mean, it's pretty much going to be a thing that you should do, especially as you get older. I mean, Joe, you're pushing it. I see you. You're getting old, man. <laughs> old man. I'm, I'm getting there, dude. I say it every day now. After you reach, <laughs> after you hit 25, it's just downhill. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can, uh, you can look up priming exercises like pre-workout priming movements, uh, and then just start going through those and see what feels good. See what you, you know, if you, if you do the one where Chris has the trouble, like bringing his hands <laughs> off the floor, maybe you should try doing that and like kind of look at it as a fun challenge that you can do. Like, Hey, you know, one I day like I want to you know, like a month from now, I want to be able to lift my hands off the floor. It's like little things like that are wins and they will, it's like little wins like this in, in your like workout life. Uh, it's just going to be like compounding interest. Like as you get older, you're just going to move that yeah. much better. You're going to live that much finances for your body. Like your life is just going to be so much better. Like being able to move when you get older and yeah, especially like, you know, go to a doctor. But when you have one of these injuries or something, or you have a pain or something that makes you feel uncomfortable, like inflammation, or uh, you pull a muscle or something, um, yeah, get it checked out for sure. Um, but then also, uh, yeah, I mean, focus on diet, focus on sleep, focus on hydrating, like all these things are so important to it healing. Um, but also take your time. Like if you're going to, if I'm going to have one thing that like, just that you should remember from listening to this episode or for myself to like, keep in mind, it's just take your time. Like it's unless you're competing at like a high level of powerlifting or something, then well, for one, you're probably not listening to us. And for two, <laughs> for two, you should probably go to an actual professional and get like someone to coach you, uh, have a, like a, um, a doctor that's working with you to get it figured out. But if you're just, like us, if you're listening to this episode, then understand it's going to take time, especially as you get older. Um, I was just listening to an episode from Mind Pump not too long ago where there's a 60-year-old woman. She just decided to start working out six months prior. So she was 60 years old when she decided to start working out. And Hell she yeah. experienced an injury. And it's like, that's the number one thing that they, that they told her um, is it's going to take time. You know, you've went this long without working out at this level uh, to like get these results and everything. So your body needs to adjust. Like if you're super motivated, that can be really dangerous because you can, you can want to like press a bunch of weights. Like if you go through a breakup or something, you're going to be like, mm -hmm. you're going to be fueled yeah. in the gym. Uh, yeah. But that might be a little dangerous 
Like understand that your body needs to adjust and it needs to adapt and needs to rebuild. So just keep that in mind. That was, that was my rant. My <laughs> Ted talks over. Keep in Dude, mind, that was a over. knowledge bomb, bro. Keep, <laughs> nice. keep in mind too, just, just one more thing to build on that point that Jared just said. Um, I think we've said one more thing like 18 times I know. now. Well, yeah, keep I know. Up with good ideas. Um, <laughs> one more game. One more game. Um, when, you see, like, when you see like these professional athletes, like you'll see a football player that tears his ACL and then he's back on the field in six months. Don't look at that as a realistic goal if you do yeah. the same. Like oh, these, yeah. these people, it's their job to get better. Like literally all they're doing, it, they're working out like twice a day with physical therapists every day. They have all like the top equipment. They have all the money in the world that they can pay for all this. Plus, you know, the team's probably paying for most of it anyway. They're getting paid yeah, to rehab. That, yeah. They're literally, yeah, they're yeah. literally getting paid to rehab and like get themselves back on the field. So when you see like, you know, oh, the so-and-so tore his ACL and was back on the field in six months. It's like, yeah, you're not going to do that. Yeah, it's like, you're, no you're a 27 year old with a full-time job. Like, you know, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. This was a very informational episode, guys. I love it. This was. I like it. Everyone's this. pretty passionate about it. Welcome um, back. Yeah. <laughs> cheers. Cheers to episode. I'll cheers at my empty six, coffee. 60 something. 60. I think it's 69. 69. <laughs> 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 it might be All right. I don't know. Thanks for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed the episode. You know what? Rumsey, you're back. You, you do the outro. What's up, guy? See ya. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for joining us again on another episode. We really hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, like Chris said earlier, you can check our links in the bio and the of this description of this episode. Um, words are difficult. And yeah, I mean, like, comment, subscribe. And if you have any ideas for another episode or a topic you want us to cover, then hit us up on Instagram or message us on here or yeah. I mean, just try to get in contact with us and we will get back with you. Yeah, but for sure. This has been fun. Welcome back, Chris. Welcome Thanks, back, buddy. me. Yeah. And until next time. See ya. See ya. See ya.